May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. One Sunday, two titles, the naming and circumcision of Jesus, and also Mary, Holy Mother of God. Because let's face it, you couldn't have one without the other. It's a great privilege for me to be here preaching at Holy Trinity on this Solemnity of Mary, Holy Mother of God. Because as well as being the interim ministry area leader and vicar up at the other end of the Taft Rumley <coughs> ministry area, I'm a priest of the Sodality of Mary, Mother of Priests, an international dispersed community of priests with the aim of the sanctification of priests through the hearts of Jesus and Mary, for the glory of God and for all people. The Sodality remembers that Mary is both our heavenly patron and our model of life. The first believer, she is the one we follow in saying yes to God. Those words slightly paraphrased from the manual of the Sodality I thought were worth sharing at the beginning of this sermon. A little bit of an introduction of who I am, apart from just a name which pops up from time to time in the ministry area. So you could say this feast, this solemnity is quite important to me. I've been a regular pilgrim at the Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham for the last 30 years. I've been a priest associate of the Holy House there for maybe 15 years now, I suppose, since I was ordained. And twice I've had the chance to go on pilgrimage to the Shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes. Not since being ordained though, so I need to go back to be able to celebrate Mass there, but that's an aside. Our Lady has been a key person in my journey towards ordination, and in my journey through ordination in my ministry up until this point, to be honest. And how often I ask for her intercession, for myself and for those whom I love. Daily is an understatement. Our Lord Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate at Christmas, is both fully God and fully man. And his humanity was only possible through him being born in the same way as you or I, born of the Virgin Mary. St Paul, in today's epistle, makes the point that we are no longer subject to the old law precisely because Jesus is both God and man and so can call God Father, even while being fully human, like you or I. And so through our own baptisms, we too are adopted into that family and can pray Abba, Father. We know it on the one hand, don't we, that Jesus is both God and man. But at the same time, sometimes we can just drift and think about one side and not the other. Think about Jesus being human. Don't think about being God. Or think about him being God and not think about the humanity. We think about a vulnerable human, a little baby. But not really him being God at the same time. Or 
we think about being truly God, and so not really human, so he's not really suffering on the cross because, well, that's God, not human. Well, no, it's both at the same time. Fully God, fully man. And so where did Jesus get his humanity from? It's fairly obviously. Mary, his mother. At the same time, we have to remember he is fully God as well. At the Council of Ephesus, there were discussions, as is so often the case when you get a load of Christian leaders together, about Jesus' divinity and his humanity and how that worked. Nestorius, one of the leaders, wanted Mary to be given the title Christotokos, if I pronounce that rightly, christ bearer. Makes sense, sort of. But just christ is missing out something quite significant. And the council insisted, well, no, because Jesus is fully man, yes, and fully God. Therefore, Christ-bearer doesn't quite express it. It's only half the truth. Christotokos is not it, it is not enough. Theotokos has to be the title of Mary. God-bearer. Because since Jesus is fully God and fully man, Mary gave birth to God. And so she truly is God-bearer, mother of God, a title given to Our Lady from hundreds of years before the Reformation even. The whole person, the whole part of the Trinity we call Jesus, was born of Mary. Not just part of him, not just the human part, all of him. So she is rightly called mother of God. Did Our Lady fully understand what was happening when she heard the angel's salutation and gave her fiat, her yes? I suspect not, in all honesty. Got some idea of it, but quite the immensity of what she was letting herself in for. It's only when you look back you start to realise. I certainly wonder, keep wondering what I've let myself in for in my ministry up until this point. What was I letting myself in for when I said yes to that conversation with Archdeacon Rod? Or would you be an interim ministry area leader? I didn't realise what that was going to affect, involve quite so soon. Let alone did I realise what would be involved when I agreed to move to South Wales. Physically moved about a year ago. My licensing was with the inauguration of this ministry area. About what? 50 weeks ago, I suppose, to the sort of middle of January last year. Our Lady hears the angelic greeting. She gives her yes, and she goes with haste to visit Elizabeth. She goes to Bethlehem. She gives birth to Jesus. And then the shepherds arrive, as we hear in today's Gospel reading, glorifying God, telling Our Lady what they have seen and heard. And we hear her response, that she treasures these words and ponders them in her heart. She treasures, she ponders about what she has been told, 
as she continues to realise what God is doing through her and through her son. She truly has given birth to God. She truly is the Theotokos, the God-bearer, mother of God. <clears throat> Later at Candlemas, we similarly hear Our Lady pondering Simeon's words, a sword will pierce your own soul too. Our Lady's obedience was vital in our salvation. And she pondered and treasured what she discovered about Jesus, God made man, Emmanuel. May we too follow her example and follow Jesus as we too say yes to God. With Mary on the flight to Egypt, we take special care of the homeless and refugees. With Mary at Nazareth, we find God in the ordinary tasks of daily life. With Mary at Cana, we turn to Christ with our prayers. With Mary at the cross, we stand with all who suffer. With Mary, praying with the disciples, we are faithful to the church's life in Mass and office. With Mary at Pentecost, we pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.